ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Have you got doms? Actually, I do. I do have doms today. Do you? So do I. Yes. <laughs> Where are yours? Well, my doms, should we tell people what doms is? Most people will know. Gym, the gym bros know. Delayed onset muscle soreness, you know, when you feel sore after working out, which clearly we've both been working out on. Where are yeah. your doms, Norman? My, I'm embarrassed to say that my delayed muscle, onset muscle soreness today, which is two days after my last session, is in my buttocks. <laughs> You've been working for those booty gains. Yeah, I've been doing... Well, where's yours before I can tell you what I've been doing? Hamstrings. I was, it, was, it was yoga, which sounds very chill and relaxed, and it was absolutely not chill and relaxed, and I'm really feeling it. Mm. So for me, it was the, the half Romanian. <laughs> oh, the, <laughs> all of these uh, like jargons that sound terrible. The, the half Romanian doms sounds much saucier than what it actually is. You're like, talking about like a split, a split squat with muscle. So half Romanian is where you get... Um, you know, a hand weight in your hand, and I'm actually simulating it. I don't know why. I can see you like no, trying but, to pretend to do it in yeah, the ABC. And then you just go down on the weight to the floor, and then you straighten up straight back. Oh, like a like a deadlift. Yes. Yeah, like, well, that's right. The full one is a full Romanian deadlift with you do with barbells. I just do it with a handbell. Well, it must have worked because you saw today. Well, that's the question, isn't it? It is the question. It's actually the actual question today on What's That Rash? I'm health reporter Tegan Taylor coming to you from Jagger and Turable Land. And I'm physician journalist Dr Norman Swan coming to you from Gadigal Land. And today on What's That Rash? We are talking about delayed onset muscle soreness, thanks to a question from Andy. Uh, but before we hear Andy's question, if you like the show... Make sure you're following it wherever you get your podcasts and tell a friend about it. But here's Andy's question. When you get sore like a day or two after a workout, does that mean you've had a good workout? Like am I building muscle or am I doing something wrong? I guess the question that comes for me straight out of that, Norman, is like what's our definition of a good workout? Because it could be kind of anything. It could be anything. And if if you go to a trainer... Um, I mean, I'll tell you what trainers I've gone to have said. They'll, they'll always ask you when you come for your next session, were you sore afterwards? Mm. And if you say yes, they say you're welcome. <laughs> In other words, that's been their objective to make you sore a couple of days later. It's, oh. it's, it's a thing. It seems like you're seeing a string of masochists, Norman. Yeah, it's almost as pain has become part of the exercise process. But delayed onset muscle soreness, as you're going to find out by listening to this podcast, is not an inevitable part or even part of a good workout. Okay, then. Well, are there certain types of exercises that cause DOMS specifically? Well, part of the definition is that DOMS is caused by what's called eccentric muscle contractions. And those technically are muscle contractions where you, your muscle is lengthening. So let's just talk about biceps. So you've got two weights in your, your weight in each hand and you're doing a biceps exercise. Most people focus on the flexion of the arm, bringing the weight up. But in fact, you're probably getting more benefit from the downward, uh, you know, straightening your arm and actually stretching the muscle going down. And that's eccentric exercise, that control process. And we don't think about that. And that's probably part of what causes DOMS. So eccentric exercise is what's building muscle, good, good thing, but it's also what's causing DOMS, which is a bad thing. That's right. Kind of, I just thought it was like non-negotiable. I sort of thought if you were going to try to work with your muscles, either strengthening them or building them up, that pain was part of the process because I was always told 
that, um, and yeah, I'm a health reporter. <laughs> like I thought I, thought I kind of knew a thing or two about it. I was always told that it was you creating like micro tears in your muscles as you perform the exercise and then as they heal, the muscle gets bigger and stronger at the same time. By and large, that's not true. <sighs> I mean, there is, some, there is some evidence that muscle damage will build up muscle, but it's not necessarily related to delayed muscle soreness or indeed the, the inevitability that you have to have muscle damage and pain in order to build up muscles. There are other mechanisms altogether. So when you do a squat, most people think, well, what's counting is the explosive thing as I stand up uh, from a squat. But in fact, the real benefit of a squat is when you go down and you go down really slowly and you hold a little bit and then you come back and you can come back quite explosively. If you're doing stairs, it's coming down the stairs rather than going up. So it's these controlled exercises that really tense the muscles and fatigue them. The stairs thing has blown my mind because I always thought the benefit from taking the stairs was from going up. But in my research for this chat, I found a study that showed that people had more benefit, like all of the benefits, uh, not just muscle-related ones, from descending stairs rather than going upstairs, which is the easier way to go. Yeah. I mean, probably the aerobic benefit is going up, but the, it's definitely the muscle benefit by a factor of about three to one. Crazy. So it is crazy and important, and people just don't think that way. So DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness, comes on after eccentric exercises. And because eccentric exercises aren't what you think about, you probably are doing muscle exercises in the gym or what have you. And without thinking about it, you're actually doing quite good eccentric exercises, which you're not used to doing. And therefore, you get a problem a couple of days later. So the one definition is unaccustomed and strenuous exercise comprising repetitive, fatiguing, eccentric contractions. And that that is what can, not inevitably, can cause delayed onset muscle soreness. So what we've got is something that you're not used to, something that's actually wearing you out, and the eccentric exercise is part of it. That's right. But it's, it's more than that. It includes muscle stiffness. Everybody knows that. You know, you, you, you've got DOMS, you're stiff. You may well have swelling, so your muscle feels tight. You actually might be quite weak. And interestingly, the, the joint that's involved may well be restricted. So in other words, if it's around your quads, you may not be able to bend your knee to the same extent. That's so interesting because I've definitely felt that. I feel like kind of a little bit clumsy when it's really bad or when it's a lot of different muscle groups. Like I've, you know, worked my legs really hard. Like getting in and out of the car becomes a nightmare. Exactly. But you have this sort of clumsiness. Well, I'll come back to your clumsiness in a minute. But, you know, you're doing, I know what you do for exercise. And um, it's all eccentric exercise. And clumsiness wouldn't be good for that, would it? Well, rock, rock climbing. It's definitely not if you fall and hit the floor. Well, like you're pulling, but you're also kind of pressing sometimes as well. And, yeah, it's It's, it's about everything. control. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So when you come off the face, having done a difficult <laughs> rock climb, do you get DOMS? Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's funny because often when I feel like I've had like a really poor performance on the wall and feel like I haven't been able to like climb stuff that I feel like I should be able to, but if I feel sore the next day, I'm like, well, I must have done something. But now you're telling me even that's not true. Well, the other thing about rock climbing, I mean, I, I've done a little bit in my life. I must say it scares the hell out of me when I do it. But you, got, you absolutely have to know where every joint is in space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, proprioception, isn't it? They're one of those senses that we have that aren't one of the five senses that we're taught. 
Yeah, and yours must be highly tuned because you're talking about proprioception in your hands, your arms, your feet and so on, so that when you actually go for the handhold above, you know exactly what the other three points that you're are holding you are doing. So you're, you're being very kind. <laughs> you obviously never seen me climb before. So proprioception, loss of it or diminished proprioception is part of delayed onset muscle soreness. So people think this is just muscle pain, but it's a whole range of stuff, including loss of proprioception. So then what actually governs proprioception then? Is it your nerves? Yeah, it's a, it's a neurological phenomenon. And there are nerve fibers that go to your joints and pass through your muscles that, and then go to your spinal cord, go to your spine, and then transmit up to your brain to give you that sense of where you are in space. Now, there's been all these theories as to why you get delayed onset muscle soreness. So one is muscle damage. Well, that does not seem to be the reason why you get delayed onset muscle soreness. And they've had all sorts of other reasons. And one of the latest reasons, you know, it's all theory, is that you get damage, it's called non-contact injury, to the cables, they're called axons, they're basically the nerve cells have cables a bit like electrical cables, and the electrical cable from repeated eccentric exercise gets damaged. And what they've also shown in some experimental work is that in order for nerves to work, ions, um, in other words, charged particles mm. like, sodium, yeah, yeah. like sodium, potassium, calcium, have to go in and out of the cell to create the electrical activity of the nerve cell. And that requires a channel, a little channel opens up which allows these ions to come in and out. And there's one particular channel which seems to be a problem in DOMS, and that happens in other conditions as well. Now, one of them is ACL injury. Oh, like your knee injury. You hear about it so much in sport. I actually did a story about it for the Health Report you not did, that long ago. You did indeed. And if you go into the Health Report podcast, you can find that out. So here's the theory, and it's still all theory. You do a lot of exercise, which requires eccentric contractions. You get DOMS. You then play a game while you've still got the effect of DOMS and you've got reduced proprioception and you don't quite know where your knee is in space. And when you land, you're, you land the wrong way and damage your ACL. So does that mean that like avoiding DOMS is potentially a much better training tactic than pursuing it, thinking that you're building your muscles up? Well, um, Shelby Trainer, our producer, has been speaking to exercise physiologists and they think that pain is not inevitable uh, and, and should not be an objective necessarily for training because you lose function, you lose a day or two of your training without necessarily the benefit and that, in fact, it should not be the, the goal here. So tell me more about like the science into this nerve side of things because it's not something I've ever really heard about before. Well, this is where orgasms come in. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> well, there's another condition, which is very rare in men. I, I didn't think it was a real thing, but in fact it is, called um, post-orgasmic illness syndrome. Stop it. Stop it. Like flu-like like flu symptoms after, after sex. It, it's, a men, it's a man's thing, and it happens after ejaculation. And they can feel fatigue and flu-like symptoms 
and sometimes muscle pain after ejaculation in the last couple of days. I, part of me wants to... That, that would be debilitating. Yeah, not great fun. And it's been a mystery, but they've studied this, and this same channel, iron channel, seems to be a problem in post-orgasmic illness syndrome. At least some research suggests that. And in fact, might be induced by the eccentric muscle contractions involved in ejaculation. <laughs> so it's, yeah. Well, you may laugh, but I suspect I, if, if you've sorry. got <laughs> post-orgasmic illness syndrome, you're not. It's just, I all I can say is the questions we're getting to watch that rash are opening up a world. It's like going into Doctor Who's TARDIS. You know, <laughs> delayed us about some, you know, and then you open the door and you think, bloody hell. Poor Andy just wanted to know whether he, like, could skip leg day or not. <laughs> yeah. So the, answer, the message for Andy is you don't need delayed muscle soreness to feel that you've got a benefit from your exercise. Well, yes, physiologically, as, it's, as I'm discovering during this conversation, but there's actually a sort of social science aspect to this as well that I've found really interesting where gym goers perceive the pain to be kind of good and that it's it's giving you a good effect and so when you hear it when you feel it you're like oh yeah love that that's that's the good stuff right there and then also then that that's an individual level and then as like a community of gym goers you kind of sharing those stories like we have been during this chat where you're kind of like yeah yeah me too bro and so it becomes this this good feedback loop where there it's actually a motivator for people to go to the gym yeah, uh, perverse. And it might well put some people off. So that's the other side of it. So the people who are gym junkies, that pain might well be a feedback loop. And of course, the key here, and this is where DOMS gets in the way, is progressive training. So if you're doing aerobic exercise, it's constantly pushing yourself to do more and more and more so that you're doing the same amount of coverage, jogging or walking in less time, or you're jogging faster, deliberately faster. Or with weights, you're progressively doing bigger weights as time goes on and you're getting the right uh, period of rest between times. Well, Andy, I hope that's answered your question. It sounds like if you've been exercising, you're doing all the right things and it stopped hurting, that is not a bad thing, that pain doesn't have to equal gain. Well, that gain doesn't have to equal pain. Exactly. So if this has been useful for you and you think it would help a friend, why don't you share it and pass on the link to What's That Rash? And if you are getting a lot of benefit from What's That Rash in general, why don't you subscribe? Yeah, tell a friend. You tell the friend who is always whinging about how sore they are and kind of like brag whinging about it. And if you've got a question about muscles or about any part of your health but not a rash, please email us, thatrash at abc.net.au. Or you can always direct message us off the ABC's Instagram site. We're at ABC Health. We'll see you next week. See you then.